welcome to this special episode of Metaverse Cast. In this episode, I actually went out on a location recording. I visited Cora Studio in Copenhagen and talked to the virtual reality device specialist. And it was quite a mind-blowing experience because in this episode, <laughs> you will hear how little it actually takes to completely fool the mind and create a fully immersive experience without being plugged in like in the matrix. In this episode, I'm trying on different devices, I'm trying different apps, and it's going to be a little bit different if you've heard any of the previous episode, because this is a on-location recording. You know, there's gonna be a little bit of ambient noise, but still, I didn't want to change that because you're going to hear some of my outbreaks at times of my complete amazement of what I am experiencing wearing the goggles and the gadgets that I'm trying at Cora. So let's dive into it. Thank you so much for inviting me uh, to uh, yeah, tell us a little bit about you know who you are and where we are right now. Yeah. Well, my name is Payman Falagan Sichani. <laughs> I'm a shop and XR experience manager at Cora Virtual Reality. We are at Cora Virtual Reality. And uh, just a short introduction to Cora Virtual Reality. We are VR and AR production studio. We make different applications across uh, almost all the industries. Healthcare, education, simulation, training, arts and culture, everything. Cool. Yeah. And, and what's your story of uh, getting into uh, VR and, and the technical uh, okay. side of things? Well, I have IT education background as well as contemporary dance. Um, so these two things, performing arts and, and technology, has been always with me. And I always wanted to do uh, things with these two. Um, my first kind of merged experience was in 2015 when... Uh, my friend and I, we made an installation where we used a Microsoft Kinect camera to uh, augment uh, like projections, like AR projection on the body and on, on the environment. Um, that's the first experience. Then I slowly, slowly, uh, while I was doing performing arts, followed the technology and, and news until a couple of months before uh, Corona pandemic started, I decided to fully uh, invest my time and energy in VR and in generally XR. Um, so I knew Cora from years before I made that decision, um, but uh, I didn't know how to start because I'm a performer, you know, uh, and my, uh, I know coding, I know 3D modeling, I know, uh, I created a little bit of like different prototypes and experiences with VR and AR. Uh, but I didn't have like a good portfolio to apply for a you know, VR developer. I was you know, trying to put everything together and make a good portfolio for uh, Cora. Then I found this job. They just posted this job on their website. And I think I saw it six minutes after they posted. So I was like, wow, this is me. Because this position, what, what I'm doing exactly here is that I'm... Uh, responsible for this demo room or the showroom or arcade it has different rooms and functionality as well as um, 
responsible for introducing the R and AR and uh, MR in general XR for uh, for different uh, companies. So they get to know uh, what is the XR and what they can do, and um, and if they want to do, then we have developers here that they can sit down and work on, on the uh, project. I also give feedback and also give insights about uh, new uh, hardware and gears that are in uh, in the world of XR. Cool. Uh, and just before we hit record, we uh, talked a little about what we're going to try today. And there's a lot to choose from. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and uh, you know, I said, because I'm interested in, in things from a gaming yeah. point of view, and we talked a little bit about these experiences you can have with, uh, with XR. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about okay, what should we try? So, um, so what what is what has been your thoughts? Yeah. What should we try and, and why? Yeah. So basically, what we're gonna try is different experiences or different applications uh, that have the possibility of uh, online multiplayer, multiplayer. Let's say um, either massive or or limited. Uh, we're gonna do VR chat because this VR chat is very popular uh, and very powerful platform for uh, among uh, VR players it's also very beautiful because the animation everything is anim it is very popular because it has full body tracking it has f recently they added open sound system that you can basically add everything you want in terms of everything that make noise or sound or voice you can add it so it can it can track for example as I'm sp as I'm speaking if I if I had that feature it could like understand uh, my lip movements and uh, simulate it into VR so it's very precise for face tracking emotions and things like that VR chat is also very important to uh, to talk about because you can create things on your own uh, VR room or world as well as you can uh, use unity game engine to create rooms and avatar and rules and basically a world that you can invite other people. So whatever you're dreaming, you can cre create it and invite other people to your dream and share your dreams with them. Mm -hmm. The other platform is Altspace VR, which is required by Facebook, I think two years ago. It's almost similar, but um, the avatars are more like uh, human figures um, and also very limited in terms of people in one room. It's maximum 50 people. But it's a known platform for events and concerts and festivals. Like there is there there is a Christian church. There are different talks regularly every week. You can you can like VR chat. You can create your own room and space inside VR as well as outside VR. In on on a PC with using Unity engine or other engines that have the uh, possibility to use uh, Altspace VR API and etc. So these are the main applications that we're going to try. There are so many other platforms. For example, Shape XR is a platform for uh, designers and architects that they can bring their uh, 3D model in, into the uh, environment, the in virtual environment, and demo it to their customers, to their clients, to their coworkers, and they can also create prototypes from zero all the way. And uh, Everybody can add or remove and you know modify things in Shape XR, but it's only for architectures and designers. The other pr platform is Wonder, 
which is for Oculus devices. And you can invite up to six people, like up to five people with you, six people, and, and take them on a tour, on a virtual tour all around the world, basically, wherever there is a 360 picture captured. Then, then you can basically go there as a tour and talk about, for example, if you want to show your uh, partner where you grew up, then you both are into VR and you just take the, uh, you just uh, put the address and you will be seeing that address in 360 as a photo. Yeah, it, it was very useful uh, application in lockdown when uh, my wife and I were at home and <laughs> we showed each other where we grew up yeah, because she's Danish and I'm, uh, yeah, from Iran, so. I can see that, and you can you can uh, it can in, it can get really horrible because you can get invited to actually relive people's vacation experiences instead of having to see their their vacation <laughs> photos. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, that, that's cool. And then we talked a little bit about some uh, some some gear because mm -hmm. that's one of the reasons that I came in here physically today mm -hmm. because you know I have an Oculus at home and usually I do these uh, interviews on Zoom but yeah. now we have to <laughs> try so try on some actual gadgets so yeah. uh, what are we going to try? Uh, well we're gonna try HTC Vive Pro we're gonna try a Valve Index and we're gonna try uh, Oculus Rift S and we m might try Meta or Oculus Quest 2 all of these headsets they have different ergonomics and the ergonomics is so important for VR devices and gears like the weight of the headset how how are the straps um, on, on the headset that they're so important to like balance the weight so not all the weight is on your face but it's kind of balanced also with back of your head where the straps are so you can be in VR for a longer time and also the controllers how user-friendly they are like Valve, uh, sorry HTC Vive Pro uh, controllers are not so good everybody knows it then then it comes to Oculus controllers and Rift S and Oculus Quest 2 are almost same mm. it's very comfortable because the, the the buttons are kind of representing your the physical hand on top of that you have a few more buttons on mm. top of the controller that your thumb is navigating yeah. and then one level higher or more advanced is uh, Valve Index controllers. They are they track your fingers. So basically, if you need to interact with a virtual world, you don't need to press a button. You basically grab the virtual item, as you do in the physical world. Mm. So that's why. And also the resolutions are different, and also the sound are different. So I think most people, when they talk about or think about VR, they only think about the vision. But the sound is extremely important, and um, in terms of like creating, when you're creating an experience or an application, uh, the sound is very important as well as uh, when you're experiencing the experience or application. If the headset does not have a good uh, uh, atmospheric 360 uh, sound possibility, then of course you're not gonna experience fully what the developers made. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I've seen, you know, I, uh, since I bought my Quest six months ago now, but it's, you know, I've been YouTubing, you know, what people do to upgrade and, you know, things like that. And I've seen uh, people at headphones. How good is the, is the sound in the Oculus? The sound in Oculus Quest 2 yeah. is pretty good. 
it's very atmospheric, ambient, but of course it can be better. But in the other models of Oculus, it's not so good, like Oculus Rift S and Rift. There are just uh, normal speakers. Okay. Right? Also, HTC Vive Pro's headset, their like headphones or sound is like headphones. You put basically two headphones on your ears. Yeah. But Valve Index, it has a better uh, speaker. It's more spatial okay. sound. Yeah. Also, there are other headsets that instead of two speakers, they have four. So basically, two are like projecting the sound into your ears, mm. and the other two are like back of your head. Mm-hmm. So if, you, there, if there's a sound behind you, you are like you can really hear it and feel it that it's behind you that makes you really turn. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. So if, for example, you are using headphones or normal headsets, uh, playing game or doing some activities. You, f- you hear something is happening behind your ear or behind you, but with those speakers or those headsets that they have the possibility to kind of completely project the 360, it literally makes you to move. Okay. Yeah. Like with VR Pro players, if uh, they're using headphones and they need to turn, they just press a button to turn. But with those he- headsets, it really makes you... I'm just saying it because yeah. I the first time I tried uh, spatial sound in VR, and I'm a very lazy player. I just sit down and chair, even the experience is like standing, I just press button instead of turning my head around. It literally made me turn. So okay. the sound is really important. Yeah. Just had a brief test before we turned on recording of this plank experience. Mm. And I already saw that, okay, it's different than what I've seen in my Oculus. And I'm shaking a little bit already. <laughs> <laughs> I had this experience with Racket Fury, like the table tennis thing, where you know, our body does things that we don't really expect to, or, or naturally does things. Yeah. And I think that's probably the thing everybody is going for. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As you mentioned, we are also going to ex- try uh, HTC trackers, like for body, uh, full body tracking. Yeah. Yeah, like the, like the physical, we all have like muscle memory, something that we call muscle memory, and it just happens after we do some physical activities or exercises or routines for a long time. So our brain builds of the nerve systems, our body is automatically doing it, right? Like driving, bicycling, everything else. And if you are having an experience in VR that is kind of associating with those memories and exercises, you feel more immersed, like plank, you know, almost almost everybody is afraid of height, even the skydivers, they, they still are afraid of height, but they do it because of the adrenaline, right? So it's a common uh, feeling among people, right? So when you try, for example, Richie's plank, you are, gonna, you are being scared because you have association with. But if you're, for example, like if you compare it to an experience that is completely made of out of fantasy, like uh, walking on the moon or, or Mars or fighting in space, we do not have that much associations. Not everybody has been to space, right? Yeah. And those people who have been to space, they have not tried everything in, in the space, like shooting and fighting with other aliens and things like that. You yeah, know? Very, very few people have tried that. <laughs> yeah. So then the immersion is in a different level right it just comes it becomes very brainy in terms of the whole body like talking about body trackers unfortunately we do not have those uh, equipments that i'm going to talk about right now but we will have soon there are uh, full body tracking suits and also haptic suits there is one thing about tracking 
that is uh, one part of the technology that there are so many different technologies like inside out and, in, uh, and outside in tracking and different and, and motion tracking this is one part that uh, you are able or the application is able to track the movements that you make in VR and very precise and without delay and all of these things and the other thing is about haptic devices like controllers are like kind of haptic devices because they have vibrations right now we don't have haptic headsets but PlayStation VR 2 is gonna have haptic uh, headsets so basically they're vibrations so if, if you fall from the richest plank and you hit the ground then the headset will kind of simulate the hit on the on the ground so with vibra vibrators but but I, what I wanted to say is about uh, haptic suits that are already out there but but very expensive like from five thousand dollars to twenty thousand dollars full body haptic but there is gonna come a shirt is a long sleeve shirt stretch that you're you can wear it and it will simulate almost all the physical uh, feelings that you can have from a hard punch or a gunshot and to a knife and also a feather touching your skin or rain on your uh, body and your shoulders you can feel it and that is gonna be around five hundred dollars compared to those that are five thousand and twenty thousand this is really amazing thing with adds to the immersion fully it's like a ready player one movie yeah <laughs> yeah ah, interesting i actually recently had a talk with a, a professor uh, from uh, from UK who's been working with haptics since like the 70s. Yeah. And and his bottom line was forget about it. You mm. know, it's this it's going to be fitly, it's going to yeah. be all, you know, it's going to be weird. Yeah. So, and and that was kind of one of my uh, impressions as well is that okay, AR is is going to catch on sooner than VR because the real experience that we want yeah. is, is far away or it takes a lot of time to put on all the stuff yeah. you need to get that fully immersive yeah. experience. His argument was, yeah, but there are these things that also as we just talked about, and I think you have an important point that it's, it is when we are interacting with something that reminds us of something real mm. then we don't really need all these crazy yeah. gadgets and stuff yeah. to make it uh, yeah. immersive and, and believable exactly. but that's, it, it's super cool you know yeah. let's see uh, how that tr turns yeah. out exactly be because you know I also I also believe in that I think it it's going to be very much limited in certain industries like game industries for example or healthcare like physical healthcare for uh, rehabilitation and, and 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 things like that, yeah. But uh, but who knows what's gonna happen in the future? Maybe we all need to stay in our home <laughs> yeah, well, for a very long time. Picky about yeah, that, yeah. You know. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank you. And uh, let's do it. Let's uh, dive course. into trying some uh, some stuff. Sure. Okay, the first thing we tried was a system called HTC Valve Index and an app called VR Chat. Pyman and I are now moving over to the area where I'm getting fitted with the, the headset and the controllers and Pyman is introducing me to what we're going to see. So, as I said, this is Valve Index, right? All right. Um, they track your fingers. So you just uh, put your hand here, 
and uh, ho yeah, exactly. You're holding it right. I'm just gonna pull this strap. If it's too tight or you, you need to tighten it, then oh. you just press this one. Okay. Right here we go. And now to explain what's happening, I'm now you know putting on the controllers on my hands, and then I'm strapped to my hands. <laughs> yeah. So basically, your fingers are free. Yeah. Uh, but the uh, but uh, controllers are attached to your hand. Yes. Where you are is your main home room. And I'm now, uh, you know, You're getting fitted with the, the headset. Yes. There you go. Do you have a clear picture? Yeah. Okay. yeah. And I tied it up so it's going to stay comfortable. I also put the headphones. You're ready to go. Okay. You can uh, turn around, walk, and just see where you are. Yep. I'm seeing a, uh, what, it looks like an arcade or something like that in a yeah. virtual space, which is... Seems like it's being it's floating in some kind of uh, universe. This is basically your lunch spot. Every time you come to this room, this is your home, right? Okay. So you can invite people to this place. You can come here, have like a safety area if you want. There are so many portals, like games and stuff. If you move around, like do you see that mirror sign on the wall? There is a blue. I think to the other direction. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. If you move in front of it, then you can see yourself in the mirror. Uh -huh. And I look like a classic uh, alien, <laughs> Area Fifty One or Fifty Fifty One. Yeah. yeah. Style. So if you press the B button on the controller, either of the controllers. Yes. Yeah. And on top right there is an arrow. If you press that, one, yeah, exactly. Then you will kind of pin your menu. Okay. Then, yeah, the field uh, on t all the way top of the menu, there is a tab that says Worlds. Yes. Yeah, if you select that one, so okay. you can see like popular or uh, built-in environments and worlds in VRChat. You can also search if you look all the way top to the right side of the menu. There is a search button that you can press, and for example, search for concerts or. Uh, what can you recommend? Are you into karaoke? <laughs> not that much <laughs> okay then you can just cancel it and then look for some games uh, if you scroll down you'll uh, you will see um, different community labs the community labs are the words that are made by people like you and I okay there is one that says prisonscape is an escape room okay and it's cross-platform one thing about VR chat is that it's supported on oculus and uh, as well as PC and I mean PCBR. Should I try the escape room? Yeah. Okay. No, right no. now, you you clicked on escape room and yeah. it opened up new window for you, right? Yeah. In this new window, that you have so many options. Yeah. There is a button that says go, which literally means that you are going to go into it. There is another button that says draw portal. If you press that one, it will uh, leave a portal right exactly in this spot that you are. Um, oh. Yeah. yeah. So basically, whomever walks into this, uh, into, uh, this portal will be teleported to that room or uh, prison escape. It's super useful, for example, when I create a room and I want to have, let's say, I want to have a, a DJ party, I go to different public rooms and I drop a portal. Uh -huh. And I drop a portal from my uh, uh, DJ party room. Yeah. So people can see the title, like it says, Payment Party. And they just go to the portal, and then they will be spawned in my uh, party. So it's very useful. Yeah. And on top of that, there's favorite. You can uh, add up to 256 
different rooms and environment as your favorites. So if you want to hang out with your friends, you can just uh, quickly open it up from your favorite bar and invite your friend. So up to you if you want to go into it or not, and then you can. But it says here that there's like 15 out of 16 people yeah, exactly. in the room. So the capacity is 16 for this yeah. room and there are already 15 people here. So one more left. And what is, do you know what this is about? Uh, the game? Yeah. It's written there, how to play. No, so there are guards and prisons. Yeah. Guards are watching and prisoners are, I mean, are to escape. Is, is there, can we press go and just see some action? Uh, yeah, 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 just go there. Do you hear people, right? Yeah. Okay, you can also talk to people, you just need to make sure that the microphone is on. If you look at your left hand, there must be a microphone sign. Uh, yeah, it's on. Okay, now it started. Uh, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a guard, apparently. You can talk to other guards uh, and see what you should do. They all ran away. <laughs> SpongeBob is looking out of the window. Okay, I'm, I'm in some kind of locker room and I'm watching uh, the prisoners. Right? prisoners. So basically you're a team, so with your other guards you can talk and see uh, uh, where you should be because the prisoners are trying to skate and you have to stop them. Oh, there's guns. Oh, yeah, I died. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably a prisoner. Okay, in the next clip, we are moving to something called Altspace, which is owned by Microsoft. And my experience was, you know, we looked around for different things, you know, as you will hear in the episode, this is for events and concerts and stuff like that. You know, we will explain that as we, we are looking. But I remember being in this space a little bit like low poly, you know, low poly, if you're not familiar with that term, that means, you know, not super high graphics, but still a space where there was a, a person represented by a digital like avatar presenting, talking to people who were standing around and sitting around in something that looked like like a field or a meadow or something like that with some trees and plants and a bit of nature and then a big kind of like drive-in screen behind the person and it was a little bit trippy you know i have this strange feeling that when you move into spaces like this and there's other people that's something that i really have to get used to that it's a little bit like, you know, imagine you're walking around in, uh, in in like an office building and you're just like walking into different offices where there's people in there and, and just walking around in the room and looking at, at what people are doing and then walking out again without saying anything. Uh, so that's a, that's a little bit of a trippy experience. But I can definitely see the use case for old space, especially in the yeah, presentation environment and also, you know, I didn't get the chance to know, uh, experience concert environment, but after this experience, I can see how live VR experiences is close to becoming a thing, you know, that is actually useful, something that you actually want to spend your time doing, or maybe even buying a ticket for, something like that. Right now I'm seeing a, a next up, Outspace VR. 
Yeah, I just loaded it uh, from the PC. Oh. You can also do it inside VR. So this old space VR is the one that is acquired by face uh, by Microsoft. Okay. Microsoft has high hopes for it. Yeah. So great, you're already logged in. You can see your avatar, Coral Hydrogen. Yes. Uh, to your right side, you can customize your avatar already here. And again, if you have Ready Player Me yeah. uh, Me avatar there, you can just also import it here as well. Okay. There are also there are already some popular events that are hap happening right now. For example, the first one says week, uh, week five, give up a bad habit and it's live. Oh. It, it ends in 28 minutes. You can join. Or there is another one that says camp chaos. It's plus 18. <laughs> and mindful morning with Monica. It's also That one is also live. And you have also campfire. And you also have one room that says Cora hydrogen uh, in the middle. Yeah. home that is your home if you click on that then you will be going to your home and you can invite people to your home to play a game or do a talk or watch a movie um, or watch a concert or even do a concert okay things like that so what I'm watching right now is kind of this like cartoony looking pretty cool uh, home space and there's some uh, menu following me around. So this is, you know, what is this? Uh, you know, that's also something you can build. Yeah, you can also build with Unity engine or inside VR headset. And and you can actually kind of decide what's on the walls. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. But one of the things that we talk a lot about, you know, in use case of. NFTs and, and things like that is that you know once you have your virtual space, yeah, perfect place to actually like display your NFT collection and, and things like that. Exactly. There is actually one application called Multiverse. Yeah. That has different NFT museum. Uh huh. Already, people put their NFTs and uh, demo it or show it. So what should I experience here? I think you should click on the menu, then you can go to festivals. If there is any festival registered, on top of the menu you see days, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah Thursday okay. today, you can just search and see if there is anything happening. To there are some stuff happening today. As I said, that live event with, what is it called? Week five of that talk, yeah, give up a bad habit. Or the church, which is next to it and nobody is... Uh, Attending, do you oh, see that? So I'm going to be alone with <laughs> yeah, God? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, uh, you know, let's, let's try to give up some bad habits. <laughs> Good idea. So first enter, and now in this waiting space. Okay, I just made sure that I was muted. <laughs> so I don't disturb the conversation. But somebody is, uh, is doing a presentation about habits. You know, it looks like a... PowerPoint. It's a person standing in front of a, like a, a gigantic PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> talking, and you can kind of see the the mouth is moving, uh, and that's other avatars just standing around in this kind of like nature-like environment. That's, that's pretty cool. I can see you know that, that could be fun, you know, to do some talks. Okay, I'm looking at other places, and it's like, well, there's a, a concert going on, and that's tonight. 
So all these are kind of live events. Yeah, this uh, Alt Space VR, as I said, it's for events and talks and yeah. meetups. It's not so much about game. Yeah. But it, uh, also, uh, because it belongs to Microsoft, if you have a meeting and you want to have your presentation, which is uploaded to your Microsoft account, you can bring it here. In the next clip, we're going to try something that completely blew my mind. Something that I had already tried before, but adding a few extra gadgets was completely changing the experience. Honestly, I had not thought it was possible to create this level of illusion that I experienced in the clip you're gonna listen to next. Maybe you've heard about motion sickness in virtual reality. If you go on these roller coaster apps and stuff like that, and as well, you know, I've tried one uh, flight simulator kind of thing, which gave me the motion sickness. I haven't experienced it as bad or as much as some people have. But in this one flight simulator app, it was so bad that, okay, uh, it was not fun to do to play that, that game or try that app. But that's a completely different thing than what I'm experiencing in what you're going to listen to next. Because there's no artificial motion sickness. It's not like a distortion or what, like a a false feedback of something that's not supposed to be there. When the when you're trying the flight simulator, the motion sickness comes because your body can't feel the twists and the turns that you are watching. And that's not the case here at all. But it's still a very physical sensation. It's an app called Richie's Plank Experience which you're basically all it does is that you go to the, you know you enter the, the the game on ground level and then you take an elevator up to the top of a skyscraper and when the elevator opens all you see is just like the top view of the city and then there's a plank sticking out a little bit like pirates would walk the plank back in the days it's just a plank that sticks out of the elevator and the whole point of the game is to actually walk out on that plank on the top of a skyscraper. Everything is of course a game but the virtual reality headset and then these HTC trackers strapped to my feet which means that I can actually see a digital representation of my shoes. And then Richie's plank has this feature where you can actually put a physical plank on the floor where you are playing the game. And then you can uh, adjust the settings in the game to fit the size of the physical plank. So I can actually feel the edges of the plank underneath my feet. 
at the same time while I can see my feet walking on the virtual plank. And that combination just makes your mind totally believe it. As you will hear me say in the clip, I knew I wasn't on the top of a skyscraper walking a plank, but it felt completely like it. Now, I was honestly scared of jumping off or falling off and not even to a level where it's like, ah, you know, it's a little bit, you know, I was like, literally, I didn't want to do it, even though I knew I could do it, but I just didn't want to, you know, I physically didn't want to. It, it's a crazy experience and I, I didn't believe it was possible, but uh, check it out and, uh, <laughs> and, and hear for yourself. So now comes the scary part where we are going to do what are you going to do? You're going to strap these like what are, what are these motion trackers? Uh, yeah, or? it's HTC trackers. Yeah, they um, they track um, your movement, but not the whole motion. Okay. Uh, from the, those base stations that are installed on the wall, so uh -huh. it's okay. outside in tracking system. Yes. Okay. Yeah, just need to turn them on. Here we go, they're connected. Now we can connect it to your feet and then we need to do a alignment. Yeah. Here we go. So now I'm getting these trackers strapped to my shoes. Is it comfortable? Yeah, that's fine. You have a clear picture? Yes. I'm gonna put one headphone so you can hear me as well. Yeah. But if you feel like that, you don't want to hear me, so you can put the other headphone. Yeah. If you could press the games menu button, should I? Yeah, exactly that one. Then. Um, then fix it up. up. Yeah. We just want to make sure that it's a, the alignment is set. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Here we go. And I did need the controller. Was that what you said? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna take it away, but right now I'm placing a physical plank okay. that I already aligned with the virtual plank. Yeah. So I'm gonna remove the controllers. Yes. So you're free to walk. Okay, so now the, there's actually a plank on the floor that I can't see, and then uh, I see the virtual plank, which is like very far up on a skyscraper, and I can see my feet. And uh, I'm going to step up on that uh, plank. But that is really crazy. Oh, I'm falling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, do you want to try again? Yeah, sure. Okay. That is insane. Okay, we're trying again. Now I feel I can see both my feet in the elevator. I'm looking down. Let's see where is the plank. You feel it? Is it aligned correctly? I think this is the correct alignment. Okay. I don't know if it, it if it's aligned over there, but uh, right here I have it between my legs yeah, and my feet. Yeah, I fixed it. Okay, I'm gonna try again. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this 
is not. <laughs> you feel like that you are completely isolated from yeah. the physical world, right? Yeah. This is I can I can totally see why why people are falling <laughs> because this is uh, this is insane. <laughs> You're so brave. You're going all the way to the end of the plane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> people start to crawl halfway. Really? Yeah. Some panic and run and jump. Okay. Um, I'm all the way on the edge of the plank. You're more than welcome. I need a hand. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. <laughs> You're more than welcome to jump. Uh, I don't feel like jumping. <laughs> you want to go back? Yeah, I'm going to go back. Okay, right. I'm going to try it without the hands and okay. see what happens. Okay, the plank is a little bit out of alignment, but uh, so now I need a hand. Okay. <laughs> I have to feel. Okay, here it is. Ah, shit. <laughs> okay, you know, you're safe now. I'm back in safety in the elevator. <laughs> All right. Okay. Should we go back on the ground? Yeah. All right. I can press some buttons on the uh, computer. Here we go. Now you're on the ground. Cool. So I help you to remove the headset? Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Okay, that was that was crazy. That was really insane. <laughs> you know how you know I've tried the app before. Yeah. And uh, you know really tried it a lot. Also the flying around and got yeah, used yeah. to all the heights and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But uh, but actually watching my feet and feeling the plank. Yeah. Just made it so believable <laughs> i consciously know that i'm not there yeah but my body is completely convinced yeah that's uh, yeah, yeah exactly because uh, as i said this is just a new experience for us yeah and in years it's going to be different because our brain is going to build up those neuron neurons yeah. uh, that is responsible of uh, yeah. taking care of this kind of experiences yeah. like i uh, when I tried resist plank for the first time, I was panicking so much, yeah. and now I'm like so confident. Yeah. I just do exercises on one leg, you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. because my I tried it so many times that that uh, my brain built up the neurons, and it became kind of like a muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was my experience with with the with it as well. You know, after the first time, yeah, it was just like ah, okay, now I know what it is. But then you bring in this level of immersion and it's a completely new experience. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how much you could actually imagine happened from listening to, to this, but to me it was just insane. Actually, I thought that my outbursts was a little bit more extreme than they actually are when I listen back to the audio but at some points I literally just had to you know Paimon he had to support me you know I had to hold his hand and, and my feet was like two centimeters off of the ground so that was just that was really funny you know probably one of the biggest experiences I've had in VR yet still kind of gimmicky but I think it serves as good inspiration for building virtual reality applications and things 
that we are actually going to use at home. You know, I can imagine it's fun to go to kind of like an arcade uh, type of situation, a little bit like it was in the in the 80s uh, when I was a kid, because we didn't have these things at home. We go to arcade to try out the big uh, like car simulators and, and flight simulators and stuff like that. And I can imagine that people will go to these more like arcade places to get strapped into all these uh, things where where you can walk and get suspended and you know whatnot but at home it will be different and we won't want to have as many gadgets but still we can have this really super immersive experience thank you very much for that experience i'm almost like a little bit like that's that's how it feels when you take the bucket off off of your head and and, and reality is yeah. back. So what what did we just try? We tried first VR Chat, which is massive multiplayer online platform for VR. We tried different rooms and different worlds, games, and um, and then we tried Alt Space VR, which is also a MMO, massive multiplayer online platform for VR. Right now, it is supposed to be cross-platform as well on PC and mobile but for now it's only VR and we went to a talk right about living habits yeah or getting rid of habits yeah. right and then you also went to your room that you could invite your people there and have your con- like presentation from Microsoft account um, and then we tried Richie's plank with feet tracking with HTC Valve trackers yeah yeah and that Which was yeah, <laughs> that was very immersive, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the things that I that, that I thought about trying these uh, VR chat and and outspace was that this interaction with other beings, like yeah. you actually moving into a room where there's other people, and I don't know, I felt kind of this friction between you know when I when I log into something, I'm not necessarily prepared to engage with strangers yeah i'm just there to look and interact and or, or like play with stuff or, yeah. or things like that and i so far i haven't really emerged myself in things where i need to talk with other people yeah i can't even remember if i have had some yeah, i've had some a few chats with friends in vr yeah but i haven't dived into the whole like stranger things yeah uh, uh, yet is that something that you hear often? Yeah, yes, it is. You know, it really depends on the platform and which world you're going. For example, these uh, platforms that you try today, VRChat and Allspace VR, I had the same experience. Yeah. Except one uh, world that I went to, Allspace VR, and it was a bar. People were approaching me to talk and, and conversate. Yeah. And I was, you know... I felt, wow, it's so immersive when you, even like it adds up, you don't have any haptic devices or any other motion capturing a device, but because people are real people and talking to you and reacting to what you're saying or what you're doing, it adds up to the experience. Yeah. But as I said, I mentioned earlier, it depends on the platform. Yeah. Like for example, Facebook's or Meta's uh, social platform, yeah, Horizon venues that has like concerts and talks. As soon as you are in one of the rooms or in the lobby, people come and talk to you, right? Especially uh, Horizon Worlds, 
for some of the people for some people that know Horizon World, Horizon World right now is only accessible for UK and uh, US. But because we are developers, we all, we have access to it. And uh, when I try, I don't know. Is it just because I don't want to say it like a stereotype, but Canadian and Americans are more kind of social or. Uh, more into getting to know people and the common talk. I don't know if it's that or yeah. it's just the platform yeah. that um, has this uh, kind of lobby area and yeah, that makes this possible place or this kind of opportunity for you and others to go and get to know other people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's you know it, I've often thought about you know, some of the people I hang out with. They talk about the definition between or the difference between like being an, an extrovert and an introvert. Yeah. And I think being a, a computer nerd like me, I'm probably a little bit introvert. Yeah. Or maybe I am. Maybe it's just a cultural yeah. thing. But I don't feel like it's necessary to go into a virtual yeah. place and just talk to strangers. Yeah. You know, that's not a need. <laughs> yeah. I, I have as such. I can see working on something yeah. or building something together yeah. or, or something like that so so i think it's an interesting barrier of entry uh, that, yeah. that we probably get used to like. yeah exactly so you know it's like uh, there are so many people who, as you mentioned don't, don't want to talk to people which is fine you don't need to kind of force those people to go out and talk but there are some things that for example if there is a lockdown and they need to hang out with someone at some point, then there is a, this platform available. Yeah. It, it also, all of these concepts and, and things, they came out from gaming. And uh, from gaming uh, point of view, you're using it for just to entertainment, right? Yeah. You don't need to use it for get out of the home or just uh, share your moment with a stranger or something. Yeah. So yeah, I totally understand and uh, what, what you're saying. And, and I want to add it up that these platforms are, you know, for everybody, like the people who have different so, uh, social anxiety and they are being recommended by their therapist to go and try. And, you know, I really believe that if it goes step by step, it can be a, a success. If not, then it can be a, absolutely a failure because getting into VR is one thing and navigating and handling the controllers and different buttons is something else that so many co uh, companies are trying to make it easier and more possible but still you have the controllers with four or five buttons on each controller that every single button is doing different things yeah. and if you have anxiety imagine yeah. <laughs> right so i really believe that needs to be a kind of education for this kind of uses so if the therapist is recommending, then they also need to kind of recommend the way of yeah. getting into VR. Yeah, yeah. But there are all some people, introvert people or people who have anxiety and they are into games already and they get the VR headset and there is a new world for them because they can create a safe environment that they feel safe and they, they can invite other people. Yeah, and, I, I've, I've used game chat. Yeah, you know, since back in the days with yeah. World of Warcraft, but also yeah. recently, uh, you know, with my friends, I was just curious to see if that's an experience that, that other people are, are mentioning. Yeah, because for me personally, it, it doesn't feel like uh, you know I have a need to go in and, and yeah. just talk to yeah, yeah, people. absolutely. And also in my surroundings. Yeah, you know, where am I when I'm in there talking yeah. to others? Who else are in the room there? You know, yeah. if my family is in the room, yeah. I, 
honestly don't really feel like going into VR because it feels like I'm split between having the attention two different places at yeah. the same time, yeah. which is a really weird feeling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember if we talked in this conversation or I talked with someone else. I said uh, I don't see the I don't see VR like playing a big role in our lives, but I really believe that AR will. Our phones are going to be replaced by AR technology, yeah. and VR is going to be used for uh, entertainment and education, because and training. So these yeah. are su- super important. Uh, like this is a tool for that. Yeah. But yeah, why? As you mentioned, why should I go to a virtual environment and do what I can do in real world? Exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah but AR is absolutely different thing. Uh, as it's kind of word says it's augmented yeah it's like something added to uh the real world yeah where I, I like uh, board games you know and, yeah. and uh, ar and board games yeah. is going to be like next level yeah completely. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> exactly like have you experienced the uh, board table uh, uh, games on vr in vr like uh, uh Demio, Demio? Yeah. yeah totally it's, yeah. it's super cool yeah and and once that gets in AR yeah you know where you actually sit around your table with your friends and you know it's also kind of like this like sci-fi object and everybody yeah. you know they, they play this monster chess on the Millennium Falcon in Star Wars <laughs> you know and, and we have wizard chess in, in the Harry Potter and all yeah. that so this whole like movable thing uh, board game has been around just as long as like the teleporter and yeah. uh, and it used to be you know the the handheld uh, color tv phone yeah. which when we got it it wasn't really that special and, and, and we didn't really want to use it anyway <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah exactly okay cool what was that uh, just before we turned on you mentioned something completely different that could be a teaser for maybe uh, another episode. What was that? Uh, where people are building things. Yeah, it's a Neos VR. Yeah. It is on Steam, but it's not supported on Oculus. Okay. There are so many reasons uh, uh, that why, but one reason or the main reason is that uh, it works with uh, cryptocurrencies. So if you are building something, you can sell it and earn cryptocurrencies. Okay. Uh, it's a very powerful tool. Uh, but you need to have kind of powerful PC. Uh, those experiences that you tried here, it with average average gaming computer runs well. But with that one, you need to have really good computer uh, with good RAM because basically you can do everything uh, in that platform. You can uh, whatever you have on your PC, you can run it on on uh, that platform. Mm. Opening up folders, creating folders, copy pasting, creating videos, editing videos, 3D modeling, and all this heavy stuff that uh, you need a powerful computer. You can also do uh, that. And on top of that, you can invite people to your workplace, and you do it together. Mm. Like if you're working on a uh, uh, 3D model on a car for example to create a new car mm. um, and you have to open up Maya or Blender or 3D Max uh, imagine that you have that 3, 3D Max uh, application in VR with others joining you and helping you and adding things to you so yeah, that sounds uh, so you actually walk around your model and yeah. things again? Oh, yeah, you know, walk around the model, color, like add and remove vertex. Uh, uh, yeah. Crazy. 
I actually thought that uh, Steam was against uh, crypto. Yes, so uh, it is, and I actually uh, Neos VR is uh, they have their own website and also on Steam. So there are two kind of different platforms. If you want to use with cryptocurrency, you have to go to their website, and that's the only one. But if you want to have, like, without cryptocurrency, then you're using the Steam one. Uh-huh. And they have different uh, level of users, and the users that are working with cryptocurrency are not allowed to use or even uh, view the people who are from Steam. Uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, that, that's a funny thing as well. But, uh, okay. Thank you very much, Paimon, for yeah, uh, for this uh, great experience. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, we've talked about a lot of stuff. And I'm, you know, I'm gonna send you a form uh, where you know, with the everything you want in the show notes. Sure. And maybe we can drop links to some of the things that we have talked to, so yeah, that people exactly. can uh, can go and see. Like it. the haptic devices, maybe. Haptic suits and the shirts. Uh, yeah, they wanna, exactly. Want to know more about uh, this? We have to find that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then. Uh, once you get that suit, we're gonna have to make an uh, episode <laughs> two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's called OVO, OVO, so like O-W-O suit, if okay. you wanna uh, yeah. like put it or search for, for yeah. it online. I will also write the, the website, uh, but it's $500. But the other one is, which is a suit, so basically it fits on different sides. Yeah. Uh, that's called Tesla suit. Ah, yeah, Tesla suit, yeah, I've heard yeah. Yeah. Is there any relation between uh, Elon Musk and that suit? Or no. Is it? no. It's just because because yeah. of Nikola Tesla. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just because it works with uh, uh, electric shocks, yeah. microelectric, and uh, so what's it called, cordless power. Yeah, which was his thing. Yeah, yeah, pretty exactly. scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. Yeah. Thank you very much. Of course, my pleasure. That's it. I hope you enjoyed this special episode, and I also hope that it gave you kind of a sensation of what we're talking about. I realized that. It's very different just listening to it. But, you know, I would really appreciate if you would send me a message whenever you listen to this, you know, on Twitter or LinkedIn or wherever you find me and tell me if this worked. You know, these on-location things, did it actually work? That would be great. It's a lot of work involved, but it's also super fun. And if it gives a good experience listening to it, I could see myself doing more of them. So uh, let me know if you found it useful, informative, or fun, or whatnot. And also, thanks a lot to Cora and Pyman for showing me around in their arcade. It was super fun. I'm definitely going to go back and visit them as more gadgets are coming onto the market. Thank you very much for listening. See you next time.